Hey, Tourpreneurs, it's Mitch Bach. And just a quick note before we begin today's episode, Tourpreneur is currently sponsored by Google. We're thankful for their support of our community, and we are offering with them a completely free course helping you unlock the power and potential of Google's Things to Do program, which is specifically helping tour operators add their tours to Google in new ways that gives you new exposure and more direct bookings. To learn more, go to tourpreneur.com slash Google. And as always, show notes, more resources, links to our newsletter, our business coaching community, and so much more are available on tourpreneur.com. Now to the episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Checkfront, the booking platform trusted by over 5,000 tour and activity operators around the world. You can start your own free 21-day trial over at Checkfront.com. Welcome to the Tourpreneur Podcast. Travel industry veteran Shane Whaley will take you on a journey with fellow tourpreneurs, sharing their tips, ideas, insights, and success stories to inspire you to make your tour business the best it can be. And now, here is your host, Shane Whaley. Hello, and welcome to Tourpreneur Episode 87 what I learned this week. I'm going to share two learnings with you. First of all, I'm going to talk about, well, I'm going to ask the question, is it time that we had a non-profit tour operator association for smaller tour operators? Are the tour operator associations who are out there serving us? And secondly, I'm going to talk about a positive story that's just come in from Nice in France. Someone's just led a tour. Yes, remember those? No, not a virtual tour. Not when you're watching your television or on your monitor or your device. Humans getting together and going on a tour. And you know what? They were cheered by the locals. I'm going to share that with you as well. The world's only weekly independent podcast for the tours and activities industry. This is Tourpreneur. So let me start with tour operator associations. So this week we featured the wonderful success story behind Milwaukee Food Tours and their care packages. And it was great to finally share a success story. That's what this show is built on. And obviously we've had to pivot. Sorry, Damien, I know you don't like that word. (laughs) Uh, We've had to pivot with our content, obviously, because who wants to share a success story when we're facing this crisis? So great, we got that out. But Teresa mentioned in the show that she was very grateful to the NTA, the National Tour Association, for helping her uh, with mentorship and growing her business, particularly with this pivot that she's going through. And that spurred a lot of questions. Uh, I got at least half a dozen emails from folks asking me, hey, NTA, what are they about? Are they for me? Should I join? And uh, also there was a discussion on our Facebook group and, uh, and I urge you to join the Facebook group, by the way, at tourpreneur.com forward slash Facebook. Uh, we're almost at 2000 members now. Uh, so I had these questions and to be quite frank, I don't know a huge amount about the NTA. I met them a couple of years ago at an event at IPW actually found out a little about them, but that was a couple of years ago and I can't answer this question. Now, a friend of the show, Jonathan, put me in touch with the president of the NTA. So we're talking. I hope to bring them on the show. I hope to find out more, to find out, you know, are they representing 
smaller tour operators. If you look at the About NTA, their page says the NTA is the leading business association for companies and organizations that serve customers traveling to, from, and within North America. Our 700 buyer members are tour operators and travel planners who package travel product domestically and around the world. All right. So if I'm a small walking tour in Vermont or Alabama uh, or a kayaking tour in Washington state is NTA for me. So I'm hopefully we're going to find that out, but it, it just brought this question up for me that there are all these associations out there. And I did a search of, of associations and I, and I could see quite a few by vertical. So obviously there's America outdoors. who have been on the show. They're a good association. There's the adventure travel trade association. There's a cruise lines association, coach tourism, uh, world food travel, etc. So I can see associations by vertical. And I think that's great, but who's out there representing the smaller tour operator? Who understands us? Who understands what it's like to run a business? You know, let's say uh, for I'll just throw this number out there: less than you know, two hundred and fifty grand a year. I know that might seem a lot right now with everything that's going on, but let's just use that as a number. Are these larger organizations really representing us? And wouldn't it be cool? if there was a tour operator association just for smaller tour operators. And also, wouldn't it be even cooler if that tour operator association was a nonprofit? Now, I might be dreaming here, right? Because I've never set up an association like this. And actually, by the way, I'm not saying tourpreneur will either. I just want to get this conversation going. I would love there to be a tour operator association that you can reach out to when maybe you have a legal issue or a healthcare issue and they have experts uh, that they can call upon to help with your issue or litigation, for instance, or you need insurance for your buses, or there may be a change in law. And I would love there to be a tour operator association that really does cater for the smaller tour operator. You could argue that Arrival are doing this to some extent, but they are a for-profit and they're chasing dollars and that's totally fine. They, they don't hide that in any way. I'm talking about a tour operator association that is nonprofit that works for us. And I would really love to know what you think about that. And yes, I'm talking from a US perspective right now because that's where I live. But if you're in France, Germany, England, the Netherlands, Mongolia, Kazakhstan, wherever it may be, do you have someone looking out for you? Because I, what I would love to see is an organization that you can go to for help. They may have courses and resources that you know are approved by that association. So you know you're not going to get ripped off. It's going to be quality stuff. Um, what else? Local chapters. That would be cool. And also uh, events, conferences, even cooler. If you could go to something like that, where it's a tour operator event uh, just for smaller tour operators. Because very often with a lot of the conferences you go to, like IPW, for instance, um, some of the speakers are just not relevant to us, right? Because we're not dealing with the issues they're talking about or on the scale that they're talking about. We're, we're just making a bust about making a living. So uh, let us know on the Facebook group, or you can tweet me or you can email me. I would be very encouraged to hear your feedback. And also, if there is a tour operator association out there that is helping the smaller tour operator, and that may well be the NTA. It could be the USTOA. That there's various of them out there. Uh, and again, I'd love to hear from you and you're very welcome to come on the show and share with our listeners how you're representing us. So the offer is there. All right. The second, um, the second thing I want to share, this is super cool. This actually happened over the weekend. I woke up to this news, brilliant. And it was pictures on our Facebook group 
and pictures of a tour, everyone wearing masks, which two months ago would have terrified me. Now I'm kind of getting used to it. Now I get more scared when someone's not wearing a mask, if truth be told. And it's Robert Levitt, who is based in the French city of Nice. And he wrote on our Facebook group, uh, we ran our first tour yesterday in post-lockdown Europe. Our company is called Via Nisa, and that's vianisa2s.com. First of all, the participants could live no farther than 100 kilometers by law. So that's French law. So we targeted the idea of getting to know your city, not as a first-time tourist, but as a resident. And our focus was on the foreign community living in Nice. We needed to follow social distancing guidelines, so we were limited to 10 participants, including the guide and translator. But we had requests in the first 48 hours for four times that. Everyone needed to wear masks, maintain their distance, and we avoided going inside any buildings. To be able to hear with the distance and the voice muffled by the mask, we used app technology Unity, which allowed everyone to use their own equipment and earphones. This was the first visit in Nice, so it was covered by the local newspaper. Perhaps it was the first guided tour in France. While walking down the streets of the old city, the group was applauded as merchants were excited to see visitors to their city, even if they were local. Um, Blown away by this. Absolutely superb. You know, this isn't a virtual tour. This isn't an online experience. This is what we're all about, showing people our city showing people our attractions, showing people our environment, teaching history, sharing stories. So, Robert, I can't thank you enough for sharing this. Robert's agreed to come on the show. I'm really excited to, to air that show and talk through this with him because obviously he has a pretty cool strategy in place. And he was kind of shocked by the positive feedback that the pictures got. I mean, on our group right now, it's uh, hovering around the 200 likes mark. I told you, the group's growing. You need to get in there. Come join us. Um, so I said to him, well, you know, in the States, things are only now kind of like, I can't even get my hair cut yet next week, apparently, cause I'm looking like a hippie right now. <laughs> if anyone knows me, they'll know that's quite funny. Uh, hopefully I can get my hair cut next week, but that's the thing we're we're not allowed out in numbers yet. And I know each state is different. Each country is different. I am seeing exciting news in my feed of Spain opening up and Greece opening up. Uh, and actually, I think Spain was opening to EU, not just domestic. So um, I'm, uh, I'm optimistic uh, that we can not see things back to normal, but get us back out on the streets or on the bus, in the mountains, on the rivers, wherever it may be going forward. So I will shut up for this week. As I said, come join us on our Facebook group. That's tourpreneur.com forward slash Facebook. I look forward to seeing you. Actually, this week we have two check-ins for you. And we're talking to Marika Brewster, all about local marketing. She works for the Von Mack Agency in New Orleans. So be well, and uh, I'll speak to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Torpreneur podcast. Be sure to visit torpreneur.com to join the conversation and access the show notes, including links to the resources mentioned on today's episode. This is Torpreneur.